Welcome to Periodically Speaking, a podcast that talks about all things period. It is a new month, the month of love. It's Black History Month. And also what is new is that Periodically Speaking has a new co-host, Bontle. Bontle, hello. Hi. Hey. How are you doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> What's up? Hey, Candice. Hey, y'all. What's going on? You know. What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> um, you know, I'm here. I'm here. I've arrived. Periodically you, speaking, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm ready. You've yeah. arrived, and you're also on your period, and I'm also on my period. Yeah, so, you know. And half a, the nation is on their period, apparently, right, right? now. Which is so wild, that's, yeah. It's so fascinating because I feel like it seems every time I share, because you know, there's this there's this famous tweet by Beloved yeah. of God. Yes, I'm going to mention oh, their handle. Okay. Oh, Beloved of God. <laughs> right? When he says, yeah. we don't need to know when you're on your period. And I make it a case. Every yeah. single month when Aunt Flo yeah. is knocking on my door to quote that tweet and tell Beloved of God, yay, right. my period Just is here. <laughs> You know, every time I tweet, everyone's also like, yeah. Minister, I'm also on my period too. And I'm like, what is going on That's here? That's the thing. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's crazy. Especially this time around. It feels like I'm usually like more people at the same time. And I yeah. mean, I'm just like, what is happening with the moon and the stars? Like, I need my chakra hands to tell me like, what's good? What's happening? right i think there needs to be yeah i think we need to actually have an episode where we think about like that do all of our periods sync and is it via bluetooth because i believe the conspiracy i was it's the way (laughs) i i i believe it there's no way so anyway let's get into the episode um yes this was something that i think a lot of men have been asking right an episode Mm -hmm. that focuses about the love and power dynamics of how to deal with someone and support someone Mm -hmm. when they menstruate okay so we have sourced two stories that we want to read to the Mm -hmm. listeners and obviously Bontle and I were period positive we're going to share our thoughts we're going to share our opinions Mm -hmm. but we are obviously going with the mindset that not everyone has the same mindset right and i think what's really important to acknowledge is that in certain situations especially when you first start dating we don't know when is the right time to speak openly about your period um when you're married and certain dynamics come up your cycle changes we don't know how to have those conversations or some people do and we just thought for the purposes of it being the month of love and valentine's is coming (laughs) yes when's your boyfriend (laughs) I love that song yeah. so much. We just thought that it was important to have this conversation. So I think let's 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 dive into let's dive into it, right? We're gonna start yeah. off with this first story where someone says, I'm really crazy. I just told a guy I was talking to for two weeks, I'm not feeling good today because I'm on my period. We've only been on a few dates. I was in a past relationship where we just openly talked about it, especially because the first day I feel so horrible. I'm kind of literally sick. I have to hide it at work and I don't like to hide that at home. I like to be worshipped at home. 
facts. I like go to I like go to straight to bed and food is bought as an offering. I make sure to return the favor later. I feel like this, the return the favor later was missing a wink wink nudge nudge because okay. <laughs> What, right. what do you mean by return the favor? What do you the mean face? by that? What do you mean by that exactly? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, the yeah. story continues to say, but now I feel like this is a standard that I have. And then I found out some women or people who menstruate just don't even talk about this. Is there any menstruators out there who keep their period private? And if you talk about it, how long does it take to get that comfortable? Or is there any menstruators that just talk about it right away like me to make sure they get the right partner who is understanding of this kind of thing and doesn't make you feel icky for this Fontle, thoughts thoughts opinions you know, the thing is you know so i've just been like reading some articles and stuff and also just trying to like gauge like where people are at in terms of like how they communicate with their partners on their period and i, I wouldn't say i was surprised but like to find that there are still people to this day that like are still keeping that a secret or it's just something that they don't talk about really speaks to how even in this day like it's still like a taboo thing it's still Mm. like an icky subject for I don't want to just say like relationships that involve just like a man and a woman because I mean I don't know the dynamics with like other relationships if it's two women or what Mm. but I'm just like, oh my gosh, the fact that like people are still, you know, wanting to hide that is just like, how, you know, what does that say? One, sorry, how about like how you see your period or yeah. perhaps your partner or what mm-hmm. conversations, you know, were had before or weren't had before. And, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know what, straight away is the best time, honestly, because I yeah. I just think it makes it, it makes sense so that you can navigate the relationship going forward. Because if you yeah. just rip the band-aid off from the get-go, you can kind of determine the kind of maybe lover, partner they're going to be if they're like, uh, oh, gross, keep that away. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want to be loved on. Like she said, like, when she gets Worship. home, she must be worshipped. You know be what I mean? So I'm... Exactly. Do you know what? <laughs> Like, let me put my feet up. Let me <laughs> just get a blanket. Everything, like, soft life. Listen, period. And I feel like, obviously, period, exactly. If if employers aren't understanding and just the outside world is not understanding, like, of course, I'm trying to come home to someone or something that, like, you know, gives me, like, a soft landing. And mm-hmm. I just think that partners that are not understanding I, I just I don't get it you know what I mean mm. what, what do you think it's so fascinating to me because as you're speaking I was like okay obviously period positive Candace is very like upfront about let's talk about periods mm-hmm. to anyone anyone I meet even if it's someone that is an academic supervisor to a business corporate person like I'm very open to disclose especially when I'm menstruating as a disclaimer to say look today I uh, would not I'm not going to be 100% functional um, because Mm -hmm. of my period and yes sometimes people have weird reactions to it and I'll be like that's that's on you it's a natural biological function and there's also a reason why you invited me here because I'm a period activist so you know what to expect but then I like rewind to 21, 22 year old Candace before she became minister of menstruation. And I'm thinking about my particular relationship I had back then. 
And I actually never spoke about my period with my ex-partner. It's it's funny. Really? Because <laughs> when I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm actually trying to, I'm, I'm, it's, it's so interesting to just rewind back and maybe think about the psychology back then. But I think of it as something where I think because I was conditioned to not speak about my period when I had my first period and I was told don't let anyone know about it then growing up and going to high school where it was also just like a taboo where you know or not even a taboo it was implied that when you're on your period you must hide it in your inner blazer pocket like no one right you're like passing Um, pads like it's drugs like it's yeah like I'm Pablo Escobar yeah Pablo Escobar with the pads (laughs) yeah right but we (laughs) that just like carrying that 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 isolation and that conditioning and then leaving the high school space going into the university space and then starting to like seriously date I never actually openly and intimately had conversations about my period with my partner it was really interesting that you know when it was happening and because he was at he well you know there is a reason why we broke up because his emotional intelligence at the depth of a spoon But I think what was interesting to me was every time I was on my period and I told him I'm not feeling well, because I I recall always telling him I'm not feeling well, he could pick up that, oh, this must be period week. And he would always just do this thing of like, okay, do you need chocolates, Um, drop off chocolates and then not like do any form of aftercare. So I guess in that way, that was him extending himself and being sweet. But now when I look at my current relationship and just how my current partner overextends himself to just do everything he possibly can to make sure that I'm okay. And to also understand what I'm going through. It's, it's two different worlds. And yeah. I, I actually never brought it up to him on the first date about my period. I think it was as we started seriously dating where I was like, okay, now that we're in this, I need you to know, maybe you may or may, may not be aware, but I menstruate every month. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess you didn't know. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Been, but yeah, right. In case, in case you missed it. <laughs> I menstruate every month. And, I, and yeah. this is how I expect you to show up. Um, And the reason why I had that conversation was because I wanted him to understand that there might be times where I will have mood swings. I go through really intense episodes of uh, depression and anxiety a week before my period happens. And so there's oftentimes a lot of affirmation that I require. Um, And then there's also intense forms of cravings in terms of like, I just want to eat everything. Like yesterday I tweeted to say, I don't get why I want sushi, tacos, nachos, pizzas, burgers, and chocolate but i get it right i want all of those things the thing is the thing is as someone also who like gets like really bad periods yeah half if not every single one of those things is like bad for me but like my body's just like i want chocolate i want this this and that i like my body i need it to feel better (laughs) right you know what i mean because but it's like so bad like afterwards and it's like oh my gosh I wish I didn't but I feel better but I don't it's it's a weird thing because they don't tell you this thing thing about how your what you eat impacts your gut health and ultimately your gut health also impacts your cramps right and this is what I don't get because in my head I'm like I want all the salty and sweet stuff that I can combine. And I know salty impacts my water retention, which ultimately mm-hmm. then means I'll be bloated. And being bloated whilst having your period 
it's not a vibe. It's not a it's vibe. The and people and people will be in is. the comments. People will be in the comments and be like, oh, but you can take bloated tablets and stuff. Sure, sure. But I still have to deal with that sensation and that feeling of right. like that battle of yeah. do I eat my salty food so that I struggle with bloatedness or do I just eat a celery stick? It's just it's it's crazy right. to comprehend. Like, I'm sorry, a celery stick is not gonna make me happy when I'm on my period. I'm already suffering. Don't make me suffer again on top of that. Like don't don't do that to me. I just you know, want it's... not enjoyment. Not enjoyment on my period. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all. That is all exactly. So, and you mm. know, it's funny what you were saying, um, that you know, that week before your period, I can mm. totally relate because I I genuinely feel like I'm going insane you know and I, I mean just I guess to get like a little bit serious about it like there's been so many times and I'm just like oh my gosh like how is this affecting me to the extent where excuse me not to trigger anybody but like I will feel genuinely like suicidal mm. around just before my period and it's not to say that like yeah no there's other things because I feel like I've overcome like that in my own life that I'm like no I'm fi- I'm fine I'm okay I'm genuinely I'm 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 better I'm doing much better and yeah. then come the weeks days leading up to it I literally feel like I'm like fighting something within me that's mm. driving me so insane and I feel this like heavy low that's like such a pulling feeling and like clockwork my period will start and I I would say probably the past four or five months it's gotten like worse where before like I know the days like leading up to it and especially because I have such irregular periods any time is like go time so my period isn't as like oh I know when it's coming but there's times when I'm like okay it's definitely like about to start you know and so for the past few months that like depressed heavy suicidal Mm. feeling like I'm just like I I've never had like experienced it to that extent before and so for the fact that like my period would start right after that's how I I guess I knew that like okay it's not it's not anything else going on in my life because I I really am I'm fine yeah yeah when it's like linked to my period I'm just like I wish you know more people would understand that there is that like imbalance of like hormones and you know Mm. partners can be a little bit more understanding so you know if you do if you have had that conversation let them know that like listen I'm not just trying to be a moody monster or like a mean girl or anything but it's possible that like you're struggling with PMDD you know and I I wish like people would take that seriously you know Exactly. And I think, yeah. on, obviously, we're just speaking from the, the two perspectives of women of color who menstruate, right? <clears throat> and so there right. might be people listening to this and thinking, well, I am dating someone who menstruates, but they've never really had that conversation with me. Mm-hmm. And let that mm-hmm. talk the conversation, right? To say, I just listened to episode three of Periodically Speaking, and they're having mm-hmm. a conversation about how partners should show up for those who menstruate. And what how 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 does your menstrual cycle how does your period treat you what do you require from me like i think that's ultimately what a a period positive world looks like the onus and responsibility isn't just on people who menstruate to build it but 
people who mm-hmm. don't manage to support us in building it, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's so critical. I think I I could not see myself dating or being with someone <clears throat> who firstly couldn't support me being the minister of menstruation or support the fact that I menstruate because what do you want me to do? Do you want me to remove my uterus? Like are you are you being for real? Like like right. let, let's talk about it. Like you know what I'm saying? And it's it's something that I can't control. It's I'm just at the yeah. behest of my hormones fluctuating. So ultimately it's just a matter of you as a, a non-menstruator learning and ex- particularly learning about your partner's cycle and saying, mm-hmm. okay, so I know when PMS occurs, my person gets extremely moody and I know what makes them happy is bath bombs, right. this, this, like showing up mm-hmm. when we are on our PMS and are on our period matters so 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 much right and I think the next story that we're going to bring up is really opposite to that because the title starts off with my wife's menstrual cycle is ruining our relationship child Mm -hmm. I wish I had some tea (laughs) I need some tea I'm just gonna go ahead and she's like our first day on the job of being a a co-host and i come <laughs> and, and here i am with water because i'm trying to stay hydrated in my, my business. But I, tea. I have to get ready i have to stay ready you know <laughs> I'm, I'm just minding my business and drinking water but i'm in people's business okay Listen. it's fine that was an ad break of comedy relief before we get into this intense story all right so the story starts off with my (laughs) wife who's 36 and i have an intense professional and personal life we've been together for about eight years and married for about four together we are raising four of her nieces and she is an attorney in a very stressful area of the law i have two boys from a prior marriage so in total they have six kids listen this is not pregnancy speaking like the podcast but like that's a lot of kids kids oh my gosh listen if there was an episode one day we should go through that list that says all the reasons I don't want to get pregnant because it's wild and then to do it six times or to deal with like six children children are a blessing from god don't get me wrong but my goodness shout out to children but like also the realist snitches in the game like have you ever tried having a confidential conversation with a child and then your secrets are spilled like they're the public protector like i respect them but like no also kids kids are enemies of progress i'm telling you kids are kids are a problem (laughs) okay okay continue continue speaking the podcast okay so it continues to say she always wanted children of her own but i couldn't see how we could do that with all of our commitments i mean six kids yeah that's, that's a lot okay so the story continues to say A week before she gets her period, she becomes irrationally angry, usually at me. She tells me how worthless she is, 
how she isn't really the girl's mother, how she hopes something happens to her. She also tells me that she knows that I don't love her, that I'm minimizing her pain and worthlessness and how I know that she's just faking how miserable she is. I have told, I have not told her any of those things. Whenever I correct her and say that I didn't say any of that, she just, she just tells or rolls her eyes and says, whatever, I should just leave her, right? The story continues. We'll definitely drop the full story in the link and buy for people to read. But it says, I've noticed that this problem gets worse about a week before her period. The, this month, I remember the day, exact day, day that she got her period. She was super lovey-dovey. Then she got it right as we were about to go to a football game. Today, she was again talking about how horrible she felt and how worthless she was and how awful I was to her. And I looked at the calendar and it's exactly 20 days since she had her last period. It's like clockwork. Now this, this guy is Inspector Gadget, okay? He said, let me whip out that calendar. Let me check them dates. Let me put one and one together. The maths is adding up. So that's important yeah. here, but there's more to yeah. the story. So he mentions that, um, you know, th there's a lot of conversations about imposter syndrome and how these problems are all in her head. Um, and he says that I understand she's miserable, but maybe some of her feelings aren't necessarily accurate reflections of what's happening. The husband asks, I would really appreciate any advice anyone could give me about how to speak to her so that she knows that I understand she's suffering and figure out how to endure these times where she's completely at my throat. I'm at my wit's end. I don't want to leave, but I'm sick of being accused a terrible person and dealing with these, um, they call them black, black moods. I don't know what those mean. Any advice would be sincerely appreciated. Um, yeah. So. There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking DD. Yeah. But I'm going to hand it over to you, Bontley, whilst I let my, my thoughts marinate. Yeah. I mean, mm. I think there's like a few things definitely to like highlight and maybe focus on. Like, definitely like communication, because, you know, there might be issues with the relationship maybe on its own that you probably have to deal with communication style are there deeper issues that maybe might be going on but if it is like always you know she's on her period then I think communicate when she's not on her period because asking like what do you want when someone is like feeling like they're about to lose their mind and their you know uterus is trying to kill them probably mm. isn't the best time you know what I mean so I think when they're not in that space as a partner um, just to find out, like, how can I, how can I care for you during that time? Like, what do you need, you know, to actually just outright ask, like, how can I help you? How can I be there for you? Do you need some time out? Because some people are just like, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. That's it. And mm -hmm. some people like me just want to be cuddled and loved on and, you know, how, like, yeah, you know what I mean? And so I think really trying to just, <clears throat> excuse me, find out what do you what do you need you know so just I think mm -hmm. communicating but I love the fact that he keeps track but he can use that to his to his benefit and not to just keep track that like oh my gosh it's hell week again you know but to mm -hmm. really think about like okay what kind of foods can we be preparing around this time to maybe ease cramps teas to you know provide at that time yeah um if there are kids how can I then keep you know um I don't know, take on the responsibility of the kids during that mm. time just to give her a little bit more space. Um, yeah. And I mean, 
it's important not to say that it's like a, a transactional thing, but your partners, your, you know, you definitely help each other. And so when she's feeling okay, it's her time to now just pick up where she can um, yeah. do something nice for him or whatever, you know. So mm-hmm. as long as I think there's balance, um, then that's important. I think he would probably feel appreciated if when yeah. she's not feeling that way, that she's a little bit better. Or if she could just like communicate that. I think for me, that's one of the biggest things, like communicating. It's not easy to talk about it, especially when you're going through it it's just like i feel insane i feel gross maybe um Mm. but yeah yeah go on sorry what's interesting to me is that they've been together for eight years Mm -hmm. right so Mm -hmm. in my head i'm thinking the the conversation perhaps around her, her menstrual like her period is probably not new but it's probably worsened because of stress and as you get older in particular your period does change every year but what I think is interesting to me and I I, it's not to say I want to play devil's advocate is that Mm -hmm. it's 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 almost as if he's treating this as if it's new right like Mm. there was a little bit of a I don't know like I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be sympathetic with him, right? But because yeah. considering how long they've been together, I I don't think him knowing about her, her PMS and her period isn't something that he's ever not considered, right? Like I'm sure mm-hmm. they've had these conversations. Perhaps maybe he should have been like, I've noticed that there's something different here, and mm-hmm. um, for him to actually state that it's ruining their relationship is so intense, you know, like. It's a biological function, right? Like I can't, I can't, I can't think of something like a menstrual cycle really ruining a relationship. Sure, there could be conversations yeah. about maybe there's no form of intimacy, maybe there's a breakdown of communication. But as I was just reading through the story, my first initial thought was, "But you guys have been together for so long. Have they not been communi- Have you guys not necessarily been communicating about how, in particular, you should show up when she's going through this?" and mm-hmm. From my first instance when I was reading what the, the statement she was saying, I was saying there's definitely PMDD in here because there mm-hmm. is elements mm-hmm. of hopelessness, there's major feelings of uh, imposter syndrome, right. um, and the, the, the mood swing is intense, yeah. right? So people that don't know what PMDD is, it's like, think of it as premenstrual symptom, but times 100 right? So the, the technical term is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And mm-hmm. you have the PMS symptoms of bloating, headaches, and breast tenderness, but you also have the mental symptoms of anxiety, depression, and mood chains. And um, with, with PMDD, there's suicidal ideation. So it's a very okay. severe and debilitating form of PMS. That's ultimately mm-hmm. how I could, I could summarize it. Yeah. So if this is something that hasn't been new, right? Because he mentions they've been to a football game and a week before periods always happens. Why hasn't there been a conversation, especially if they've been together right. for 80 years, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think they clearly, you know, might still have trouble um, navigating that. And mm. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not, it's not easy. It's never easy. And even if you're just dealing with like an ordinary issue or problem or bad day um I read something that you know sometimes it's not like the big 
things that like tear couples apart it's sometimes you know those paper cuts and maybe her on her period is like those paper cuts because maybe you get really mean and I, and I get that as a partner you need to be understanding but I'm maybe also trying to look at the other side of it where it's like you maybe don't want to touch me because it's like I, I still am the other party in this relationship you know what I mean mm-hmm. I also desire intimacy around that time and I know that I should back off and respect you going yeah. through this but it's yeah. like I still have needs I'm still your partner I, I exactly. still should be treated a certain way so also just as a person menstruating not to completely just be horrible because I don't think that all the way justifies how you treat someone because as much as there are the mood swings there is the PMDD I think there is somewhat a level of a choice that you can make how you treat somebody right so I'm not I'm not saying that the imbalance it's it's not possible for it to to cause you to act a certain way but you must understand this is the father of my children this is my my partner six at that (laughs) you know what I mean so you must also remember that when my period is done I must you know still treat this person a certain way and even whilst you are having your period so you know because there's Mm. moments even when you are not, not just to focus on the negative and the moodiness and the feeling upset and angry there's a part where like your hormones you're just trying to jump on them and maybe they're like hey listen just you need to chill out but you're like oh I'm so horny or I'm so you know hot and whatever for you but they might not be there and so is that okay for you to just want that and your way because Mm. they might be it might switch and it might be them but you're not able Mm. to to give that to them so I think it's just like continuous like communication and just like understanding both sides where it's like I get you on your period um <clears throat> but you don't have to be unkind you, you know you, you yeah you can still choose certain yeah. things mm. and and I on the other side just to understand where that person is coming from so good yeah yeah I think like for for me my final <clears throat> thought is that Mm-hmm. I'm not placing all of the blame on the husband, right? 100%. But I am just trying yeah. to re- just trying to say that, you know, you've been dating for a certain amount of time. It's not like the period just started when you got married, right? It's been right. an ongoing thing. And from what I see often is that PMDD is something that a lot of people, young people live with and grow, grow into. Um, but there has to be therapy. There has to be seeing a gynae. And perhaps as a husband, his role needs to be Nemi step into your um Nemi step into the caregiver role and 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 say let's see a gynae let's see a therapist without trying right. to like overstep because he mentioned in the story that they want children of their own but I think stress environments they stressed out they 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 over yeah sorry and so adding a child mm-hmm. to the situation will not be okay especially if there's this feeling of uncertainty and not getting enough support during this, the PMS or the PMDD right. and the period. So there definitely needs to be a form of like self-care, going to the ther- going to a therapist, seeing a gynecologist. But as a couple, right. I think they need to reconnect and speak to say, why, how does this impact us and how does it impact our marriage? And maybe yeah. at times when you actually have the opportunity to just have no distractions and speak openly, you start to realize, because we can minimize things and how we speak to people and just be like, he's my husband, mm-hmm. he's for it. Like he will get it. It's right. okay. Moving. But exactly. 
words do have impact and they can hurt people. So I think for Miami, for me, the final thought was just, I think it's really important that people who listen to this understand that when we are menstruating, it's not to say that we don't have control of our emotions. We do. We do have agency. But in certain cases like PMDD, there will be elements of suicidal ideation and anxiety and depression that will make us feel a certain way, right? So yes, we still have agency. We still can control ourselves. But because of the hormonal hormonal fluctuations Mm -hmm. that we're going through, our feelings might be a thousand, right? And that's not to say that you can use this to weaponize and make us feel inferior. It's to say that as a partner to someone who menstruates, you just have to step up and show extra care and ask your partner, what is it that I can do to help you during this time? What is it that I can do to show up? How do you expect me to help you and make you feel supported? Because that really, really matters. That really, really counts. Like, so much so so much what are your final thoughts yeah yeah I mean I think honestly it all comes down to just just ask I I would really say that because I could I could say yeah no just be more affectionate um buy the flowers the chocolates honestly you know your partner's love language wash their feet do you know massage them um all kinds of things depending on what they need and if they need to be left alone do that but I think at the end of the day just just ask just talk about it um and continuously talk about it don't talk about it just once because this thing comes every month and your experience might be different every single month so um just be open about the communication and if it's new couples I would say do it from day one if you can (laughs) um just save yourself the time the trouble um and yeah like communication is key and just continuously doing that so yeah yeah I think I think a part two can genuinely be like a conversation about how you bring it up as your first as a first new couple because I think people are going and thinking like okay so must I just say vagina to this person (laughs) must I just say (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's a grown person. They need to deal with it. Yes, it's blood. It comes out. It. You need to. Come on, come on. Okay, maybe there doesn't do need to be a part two. Maybe you guys could just slide into <laughs> our DMs and be like, "How do I do this?" And then we'll respond. Yeah, I don't know. I think if there is conversations about wanting to speak about menstruation, it's a matter of just mm-hmm. notifying the person that this is who I am. I menstruate every month and this is how I expect you to show up. Of course, maybe fre- not frequency, but when you choose to is probably very important. Like I personally mm-hmm. wouldn't do it on the first date, but mm-hmm. I would maybe, as soon as I know this person's in it for a sure thing and they're serious about me as serious as I am about them, then let's go. This is how I expect you to show up. These are my love languages and these are my love languages yeah. even on my period, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that a lot of people just need to know. And like I said, if if there's something that, you know, you're listening to this episode and you're like, okay, I am seeing someone. When should I bring my period up? Slide into our DMs. We do have a podcast. We do right. have instagram page called speaking periodically when you slide into the dms you tell us your, your story we will respond because this is what we do as our careers we are mental activists and we, yeah. we seek to empower and educate and inform people so you're not alone and that's how we essentially want to end off this podcast you're not alone but we also hope that you have 
a wonderful month of love, right? That this month of this month of love is a month where you're chosen, that you are um, loved out loud, that you go on dates that make sense to you. Um, you're Soft not being love. love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People are not wasting your time because we don't have time right. for that. Twenty four, right? And beyond exactly. that, I just hope that when you listen to this episode, you also do best to just take that you know notification that has the share the square and the arrow tap on that and then copy link and then send it to all your menstruating friends and people who don't menstruate who need to learn about it and also just be sure to tag us and tell us your thoughts there are questions that pop up so we want to know your thoughts about this episode because that really helps us to know whether we're doing a good job as hosts or whether we you know, you just feedback. Feedback. <laughs> you know, we we are we are accountable. We will we will do better, right? right? Yeah. But yeah, we just want to thank the listeners for listening. Um, we are new, so we are. This is episode three, so there's still more and more and more and more episodes to come. If you do want to be featured as a guest, if you have an interesting period story to tell, please be sure to just go on our Instagram. Uh, all the links are in the episode bias just make sure you go below and you check um but yeah from from me candace and from bontle um period period 